If you're a natural-born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The MayCreate team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of May Create, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck. Welcome to Marketing with Purpose. My name is Monica Pitts and I am your, well, hostess today, I guess, and the lucky lady who gets to interview our guest, Bruce Bishop. Now, um, what kind of drew me to this idea is A, I love videos of drone footage. I think they are mega cool. I love putting them on websites and I have a um, blog post on our website that does really good that we just gave people ideas to use drone footage for. And so it gets like hundreds of hits a month. So I was like, man, I got to figure out more about drone footage. And so I invited Bruce, who's like my favorite um, videographer for hire. He's like, he lets me do things like steam the backdrop, uh, tape stuff to the floor, you know? Things, yeah. <laughs> he makes it feel important. <laughs> what you have. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like the guru behind all the magic um and just well how many years ago was it it was probably two years ago you did some drone footage for us for a property manager that was really cool yep I think that was about right about two years ago yeah it was nice because it showed like the location of the property in relativity to the rest of the town and then also they had like these really neat solar panels on top of all their buildings. And so you got a really good glimpse of that. Um, So it was cool. So tell us about yourself, Bruce, and, you know, what you do other than fly around mini airplanes. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, my name is Bruce Bishop. I'm the owner of Big Muddy Motion here in Columbia. I uh, own a video production studio and um, do anything from drone footage that we're talking about today to uh, helping people come up with Amazon and and Walmart ads for products that they're selling, uh, small businesses, promotion, that type of stuff. And uh, I've pretty well done it all. I didn't go to film school, so I pretty much had to um, come up through trial by fire. And I've done everything from weddings to uh, family photo shoots to now um, I've got my own studio and, and doing a little more professional stuff, but um, drone stuff certainly takes up a, a good chunk of that and um, it's getting more and more popular and more and more in demand. So um, keeping up with the technology is is exciting. It's pretty cool how quick it changes. Now, one of the things I wanted to brainstorm on for people who maybe don't see the value of drone footage is just like, why would people want to have this in their marketing? Like what value does it bring? I mean, I can definitely say that I think it's mega cool, Um, but clearly I'm a marketer, so maybe I'm biased. What do you think? You know, I think when I think about drone footage, you know, I I put drone footage in a category with things like slow motion and um, steady cam footage and, and without getting in the weeds, you know, really to me, it comes down to, how do you stop somebody from scrolling, whether it's on Facebook or social media or checking emails? You know, 82% of content um, by 2022 will be video content on all internet traffic. And that's a lot of content to be seen. So really, to me, it's how do you get somebody to stop? What, what is something that's unique 
a unique perspective or unique view that you could provide to get somebody to stop and watch your video or enjoy your video or even keep watching your video. You know, they say uh, most uh, consumers only view like 10 seconds of average video and at 60 seconds, they're pretty much done and, and have moved on. So if you've got content that you can use that gets people to stop and say, wow, or, or watch the whole video, I think drones are a great way to get people to do that because they're so new. You know, if you go back 10 years and you wanted to get an aerial shot of your construction site or your business, you were to hire a helicopter and a camera crew or an airplane. And, you know, virtually nobody did that unless you were, you know, a big, big business. So now what used to cost several thousand dollars and took days or weeks of, of coordinating can be done in 15 minutes with a sub $1,000 helicopter that you can control with your fingers. And it's, it's something that's, you know, a lot of people haven't seen, or it's getting more and more common for sure, because they're, they're getting more and more available. But I think drones provide a unique perspective that, that a lot of people aren't used to seeing of whether it's job sites, your business, um, wildlife, you name it. So I think, I think that's why drones to me are so exciting and, and unique because you do get to provide a different perspective that might slow that potential consumer down. I agree. And I also think that one of the things that we talked about before we came on air was that people don't like in the construction industry, there's a lot of things that people see every day that you become numb to because you see them every single day. Um, and, and we, as normal humans, we don't see it every day. Right. Um, and even the people who might be doing the purchasing, for their company of your product or service, they they don't see what you do every day. They're not out in the field every day seeing it. And so when we get to have that perspective, it's unique, it's special, it's different. And, it, and it's a perspective that we don't see. And for the drone footage, I mean, like who flies around regularly? Like I don't. It's, <laughs> it is a question that we ask um, our family at dinners oftentimes is like, would you rather fly or would you rather run like a cheetah? And it's like our conversation starter, right? And um, I think flying is cooler sure. than running like a cheetah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, we can all run, we can all see everything from, you know, five to six foot off the ground. You know, and when you think about job sites, a lot of them are so big or so long that, you know, like you said, you're numb to it because you only see it from eye level. But you know, take a bulldozer, for example, from from the ground, if you're driving past or just looking from, from a vantage point, you just see a tractor pushing a pile of dirt. But if you go up 200 feet and look down and you see all the fresh dirt from acres and acres that he's pushed all day, all of a sudden your perspective of how much work has been done and how fast it's getting done changes astronomically because you're looking at it from an angle where you can actually see everything that's been done versus just seeing the tractor pushing a small pile of dirt. So I think that's that's a big part of why drones, you know, and construction go so well together is, you know, those that's that whole thing happens so slowly because it's such a big project in most cases. And so when you get to step back and see it further away, you see more of the big picture of what's actually happening. So in a marketing universe, like when you create drone footage, where are people usually using it? Like I know that I put it on people's websites. Um, or on their social media? Are there other places that you generally shoot drone footage for? Yeah, the other one, um, so those two, I mean, a lot of it goes in the banners of web pages and just like a, um, a looping type video to just mm -hmm. kind of show holistically, you know, here's an idea of some things that we've got going on. Um, real estate is a big one. I do a lot, a large part of the drone footage I'm doing now is for um, real estate auctions and that type of stuff. And it's putting together two to three minute long videos that 
show all the different parts of a piece of property and you know the features and it's to music and it makes a potential buyer feel like hey i i really love this piece of property and I, now i'm starting to feel connected to it like i've seen the whole thing and and um and i, and I want to bid on it to buy it um and then you know real estate properties if you've got um you know uh um, like apartments and that type of stuff, you know, another one like we've done before where you get, a, you just get a better perspective of what is, what's there, what's the layout like, where is it positioned in the world or the city? Um, so, you know, a lot of those end up in social media and, and web pages. I, th I think catch probably the majority of where those get on landing pages um, or if you want to see an individual project. The other thing to consider, you know, is, um, some clients like to provide updates to either the, the customer who's building the project or boards. Um, the project's coming along and the engineers can provide a lot better um, and more valuable update to the board with the video or pictures from a drone and they can see actually physically what's being done at the project site without actually having to go. I think too that if you just think creatively about what you're trying to share and the story that you're trying to tell, like if you have a huge team, you could have drone footage, uh, you know, flying by your team, everybody's waving or they're just standing there smiling or maybe they're looking very fierce. I don't know. Like it depends on what you want to show, right? Yeah, or the personality of your company. Yeah. Um, but then uh, also, I know that a lot of construction companies are really proud of their equipment. They might have custom equipment. They might just have all the equipment that they need to do a specific job, like they don't have to rent any of it. So it means that the job's going to get done faster. And drone footage is a really cool way to show off that equipment on like a big level. I've seen people park it across a field and have like the drone fly by. It looks really cool. And it's a fun way to like show off all of your assets as a company. So I think it's like even before during and after a project, it can, you know, all come together. Um, yeah, don't forget the during part, because I feel like people forget to take their photos and their videos of their actual part of a project. So I have a couple of um, electricians who all I have to put in their portfolios of work are pictures of finished buildings, but all their work <laughs> happened like, like while there wasn't even a roof on the darn thing. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, don't forget the, uh, the during. It's cool, right? Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, you bring up a good point with the during and, and the equipment part of things, you know, one of, in my mind, one of the biggest indicators of a novice drone pilot or somebody that's just got their license and is and doing video is all the footage is at the maximum height you can take the drone and it's flying over, over the job site or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, those, those are certain, certainly neat elements to add to your, your portfolio or, or the project, but some of the coolest shots you can get with a drone are at eye level. I mean, if you think about a bulldozer or a crane or some piece of equipment, you know, if you wanted to do a 360 degree view of that of that piece of equipment with a handheld camera, you know, it would take you minutes to walk all the way around it. And not to mention, you've got you're going to be walking and bouncing and trying to go through ditches, whatever. It's going to look awful. The technology with these drones now allows you to set a, a waypoint. It might be the center of that tractor, and then back that drone off. Um, say 12 or 15 feet and then have it do a complete circle always pointing at the center of it. So you get a 360 degree view at eye level of a piece of equipment and while it's working, it'll follow it while it's moving. So, you know, I always challenge people that get, get new drones or ask me how they can make the drone footage better. Don't always think that because you have a helicopter that you need to get it as high in the world as you can because 
you know, the coolest shots I see with drones are ones that are flying through, you know, rebar or flying through iron and mm-hmm. maybe the tracks of a tractor. I mean, just cool perspectives that you would never be able to capture any other way. And I think that's what really sets apart um, a professional drone pilot and drone footage versus um, the guy that just dropped by Best Buy this afternoon and grabbed his drone. So don't always think with the drone that you need to get it as high and to the top of the job site as you possibly can. So I think that's that's pretty cool. You know, an, another neat aspect, you talk about the during part of, of drone footage, you know, with some of the newer drones now, they have the ability to save a waypoint. So you can turn that drone on, tell it to fly to a waypoint, and it will save that waypoint for eternity, more or less. But you could do time lapses with a drone like that. So if you have a construction site that's, that's being built, you know, you could send that drone up once a week, once a day, once a month, and it will fly to that exact same spot and take a picture and you do it again and again. And then at the end of the job site, you can show that daily picture, weekly picture and put it into a sequence of a video. And now you've got a time lapse from in the air that nobody has ever seen of your job from start to finish. And that, that's a cool aspect with some of the technology that's available now. I saw one really cool video like that on a website that I kind of lust after. They only did their drone footage at night, like the crew was working every night. And so it's this combo of dark and light and it's so cool. <laughs> like such a dork. I'm like, ah, look at that. Oof, duh. Anyway. Um, so you mentioned professional versus like DIY drone footage, right? So can anyone do it? That would be my first question for you to answer. Can anybody do this type of thing? So can uh, anybody do it? Yeah, I mean, they're incredibly easy to fly. Um, as far as actually physically being able to fly the drone, you know, they've made them the technology in them with their stability and that type of stuff. I mean, they literally, you take off and if you let go of the controls, it freezes in space. So as far as physically being able to fly the drone, they're very easy to operate. It just takes practice like with anything as far as you know, getting good, smooth footage. Um, legally comes the next question as to who can buy and, and fly a drone. Anybody can go buy a drone and you can go to Best Buy and, or Amazon and, and have one delivered in two days and you, you can have it. Um, so the question then comes down to what can you use it for legally? And so um, as a recreational pilot, if you just wanted to buy a drone and fly it around your house and practice with a helicopter, um, there is a, a basically a training course that you have to take. It's called the trust test. Uh, it's not a very long test. So it basically just gives you a quick rundown of airspace, how high you can fly the drone, because in all reality, you know, you're, you're flying an aircraft and you are potentially interacting with other aircraft, manned and unmanned. And so it's not hard. You know, I live in the flight line of um, the medevac chopper between Columbia and Moberly, and they go over my house five or six times a day and at a height that I could have my drone if I wasn't paying attention and, and could cause a, a serious accident. So most of that that training course will just teach you, you know, how to interact with other aircraft, how high can you fly, you can't fly at night, all the all the rules and regulations around drone footage. There's no test, you just have to have to have taken the test and print the certificate, the certificate at the end. Um, then you have to register your drone. So anybody who has a drone, anything over half a pound is basically what we're talking about, which is going to capture most drones that we're dealing with. Um, you've got to register it with the FAA, the Federal Aviation Administration. Basically, it's a $5 basically license plate. They give you a number that you have to either label or, or write onto your drone in case it were to be you know, involved in an accident or get misplaced or, or 
take off and, and never be seen again, they can identify whose drone it is. So that's what you have to do if you just want to fly yourself for, for not-for-profit, not for any sort of business, if you just want to practice on your own. So all that is a lot to say. It's not that difficult from that perspective. Now we get into the next level of you want to charge somebody or you own a business and you want to go take pictures of your construction site or your business or your people you've now moved into the commercial level of drone operation. And that's where things get a lot more difficult. Um, so the FAA put in place what they call the part 107. Um, it, it's part of the FAA uh, regulations. And that requires you to pass a test that will give you a commercial license to be able to use that drone. So um, there's multiple ways to do that. I was fortunate. I'm actually a, an airplane pilot. And so if you are an actually pilot, you can just get a signature and you're good to go because it's all the same information. If you're not, then you have to take their test. And there's different ways to do that. Um, there's several websites online that will provide a training course. I think it's about $300 and you can take the training course. And then after that, you have to go to an FAA facility um, and take an actual test. And I think it's another $175 to take that test. So Cost-wise, you're probably looking at close to $600 to, or close to $500 to be able to take um, that commercial test. And then once you have that license, then you're able to charge and, and fly wherever you want. Now, different cities have different ordinances and you're limited, you know, airspace-wise, proximity to airports, um, over top of crowds, that type of stuff. There's a lot more rules there that you've got to follow too. But anybody can do it. You just have got to follow a few, few legal rules to, to be able to do that. Um, do you have any tips for like the pe like people ask you, they're like, how can I improve my drone footage? Like, what do you, what do you tell them? Like, I'm a first time flyer or maybe I actually, my neighbor got a, like his wife gave him a drone for his birthday. And the first thing he did was slide into the tree in my backyard. <laughs> and then we, um, proceeded to try to take every apparatus we had to knock it out of the tree. And eventually we had to go get, our neighbor boy who is a baseball player and we had to knock it out of the tree with a baseball and then repair the drone after it landed. Yeah. Been there. If, I don't think you could find a professional drone pilot that hasn't crashed at least several. I, uh, a couple of years ago when we got that big snowstorm, I, uh, we got so much snow that my satellite dish was covered in snow and my TV reception was awful. And I thought I could get handy and fly my drone up onto the roof and get off of off of my satellite dish so we could turn the tv back on and unfortunately it didn't end very well for that drone. <laughs> it's still alive unfortunately there was 18 inches of snow to pad the, the landing but uh the collision was pretty ugly so pretty much everybody is going to crash one at some point they come with extra propellers for a reason there no doubt but um but the technology is incredible i mean you you've got to basically tell the drone anymore that you want to crash it if you're going to crash it because you know the newest one i've got it is 360 degree sensors and it will not let you fly it into anything it stops itself it tries to go over or around it's physically impossible to crash it um i need that drone <laughs> even land itself i can have it a half a mile away and tell it you know hey i'm done filming i push a button and it comes back and lands right i mean literally within a foot of where it took off from so the technology is incredible you know and it's, it's pretty amazing what you can do with them. Um, so I got to ask, how much does a drone like that cost? So I'm probably at the top end of what you would call like a, it's a prosumer drone. So they, mm -hmm. they come with their own camera. So the next level up from here 
um, would be something that you're probably, it's, it's gonna be a lot bigger and you're gonna attach a replaceable lens camera or a normal video camera that I shoot, you know, that Hollywood shoots videos with. So that's the next level when you're talking, you know, probably in a $20,000 and up range. But at, at the top end of the prosumer level, we'll call it, you know, self-contained, shows up ready to fly. You're probably, you know, max $3,000. Okay. And that's with some extra batteries, a good remote, um, you know, a case to, to transport it in, some extra blades, maybe some filters for the lens, you know, all in, you know, you could buy the newest. DJI is a company I, I use I've almost always used their drones and they make great products. They service them well. Um, they're quick to come out with new stuff. And, and that's the first place I would tell anybody to go is, is DJI and, and their top end drone they came out with this last year is um, of this category is, is about two to $3,000. So Michael Pitts, if you're out there, Christmas list, DJI drone. Yeah. Monica Pitt. And you can do you, <laughs> you can do less than that. You know, they've got a couple models even less than that in the thousand dollar range. Probably between a thousand and three would catch most of them. And you know, for most people, what they're filming, you don't need the level that I've got. You know, you just need something that can take some pictures and some, and they all take four K video, and that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what I tell everybody, whether it's cameras or drones or anything, if you use it right, you don't need the best camera, or the best drone on the market to get the shots that you want. Now, you may be more inconvenienced as to when and how long you can shoot, um, but you can do it with a low level. I mean, up to last year, I was using a, it's probably a five-year-old drone. It got me great footage and it does just as good as this one. This one just is a little smaller and battery life's a little better. Mm-hmm. So you don't need the newest, best one, but to the point of, of light. So one thing that you asked about, you know, what are some tips as far as getting good footage? So, you know, more weight for a drone means less battery life. So they really cut the camera size down as small as possible. So the sensor that collects the light on a drone is, is pretty small. It still takes excellent video quality, but it is greatly affected by what we call dynamic range. So basically a camera says anything below this point, we're going to call this black and anything above this point, we're going to call this white and you've lost all detail. So anything in between here is good video footage, but if it's this brighter or brighter, the camera's just gonna turn it white. And if it's this dark or darker, the camera's gonna turn it black. So you don't have a real wide range of of acceptable footage. So drones are really bad about not having a wide dynamic range. So you need to really make sure, be conscious of the amount of light that you're using. So even myself with the nice drone that I have in the morning and the last hour or two of daylight in the evening, you get the best footage then um, the shadows are long. You don't have this big bright sun that's just blasting this harsh light onto everything you're seeing. You know, the worst drone footage you could take would be at noon to one o'clock in the afternoon. It's just, it's going to look rough. You're going to have lots of glare off of anything shiny. Um, it's just, if you can go towards those early part of the day, early part of the morning and late part of the evening, your footage is going to be significantly better. Um, the other thing, like I said earlier, don't feel like 400 feet is the maximum height. You can take a drone without an exception from the FAA. And so don't feel like you need to go to 400 feet and fly it at 400 feet the entire time because it's going to get boring really fast. <laughs> so get down, get down in the mix of stuff and get some close in shots. And that will certainly help. Slow and steady wins the race when it comes to drone footage. A lot of people, I mean, they mash that control stick forward and you'll start to get your chopper blades coming into the footage and it's just it's not necessary so you know nice slow pans nice slow movement is a lot more appealing than big jerky ups and downs and and that type of stuff so those would be the big three things that i see get mistakes mistakes i see get made the most it really helps you be able to pick out an amateur versus a professional so you said speed height 
and light. Yep. Those are my three. Those are the three. Yep. I you can do those three things. You're going to put out some Steven Spielberg quality stuff, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, also, I think that you, I mean, you're a videographer and you have an eye and uh, a brain for telling a story. And so I feel like when you go into a spot, you're probably looking at how you're going to tell this story and, and what to do where and, and that planning, uh, it comes from experience, obviously, but then also you understand what you can do pre-production and what you can do post-production, right? And it's always better to have the best possible stuff before you get started. It's like when yeah. you take that picture on your iPhone and you're like, oh, I can hardly see my face, but I can fix that later. No, you can't. You don't want, no, you don't want to start with the attitude of I can fix it in post. <laughs> it no takes doubt. forever. It takes it, <laughs> it, it in post. Yeah. yeah, there is no doubt. So yeah. Sweet. Well, if um, anybody needs any drone footage from you, what, uh, like, how can they contact you? How can they get a hold of you? Sure. Probably the easiest way is to go to my website. It's uh, bigmuddymotion.com. And um, there's several different ways to contact me there. I'm also on social media, Facebook, Instagram. So you can find me on both of those, those two um, platforms and just uh, send me an email or send me a message and I'm, I can certainly help you get lined out on whether it's just questions on you want to buy your own and you're overwhelmed by what <laughs> types of rules and things you need to follow or you would just pass it all on and, and have me do it. I, I've got quite a few real estate clients that they bought their own drones and they videoed some of their stuff and then they realized that's not even half of it once you videoed it you still have to edit it you have to put it to music you have to fix everything you did wrong and they feel like their time is much better spent just <laughs> selling real estate and letting me go out there and take their video and and get it to them in a lot more timely manner for probably less money than they're going to spend <laughs> on their own time video i know having edited way too much video more than i have ever wanted to on my own versus having bruce do it for me I would rather have Bruce do it for me <laughs> because it moves like it's like it's not the same as my like normal designs that I'm making that are like these flat might have some interactive elements. It's like there's all these pieces to it and there's yeah. a soundtrack. <sighs> yeah. You want to take deep breaths just thinking about it. <laughs> it can be mind numbing. There is no doubt. Yes. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Bruce. I appreciate it. No problem. Thank you for having me on. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com. M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right. M-A-Y-E create.com. For podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on. Market with Purpose.